now we can review reevaluate and reflect upon what it is that we're seeing because we are mirroring ourselves stop storyboard it stop visualize it dream board it you're only allowed to say these are the rules only good not bad give me the 10 reasons why not the 10 reasons why not in the room 52 jokers wild and i think even just uh, with the microphones yeah it should be okay that should be yeah just that a bit closer it gives that little bit of um well you've noticed me moving my microphone have you <laughs> you couldn't hear me before this yeah. Well, it's funny, even just a couple of inches away, there's a change in the quality of the sounds, which is quite interesting. No, so it's what's coming out of my mouth, hasn't The quality is not changing. It's getting worse and worse. It's, it, the content <laughs> that's coming out of my mouth is just drivel. It's we, just We just dire need to contextualise it a little bit further. Don't we? It needs Create a some kind contextualization. Of exactly. <laughs> well, in this episode, which is episode 41, and we're going to put a hashtag in front of that hashtag, 041 we're going to talk about content and context and see if we can actually get some kind of meaning out of all of if this if you can contextualize that for me so i can go off my rant and have some meaningful content would it, that can be contextualized in that sort of sense no no i don't know what contextualize even means no i probably do but i probably need an english definition yeah, well, I think well, what we started to look at first was content. And, and of course, what surprised me initially was it's, it's, it's in a state of peaceful happiness, being contented. Uh, it wasn't really the terminology that I was actually thinking of. There's satisfy, uh, satisfy someone being content and a state of satisfaction is, is another content. But what we were actually really looking at is media content or any kind of content, which could be uh, we're, we're discussing a book, we're doing these videos, we're producing plenty of content. Now, what, one of the areas that we actually did discover, one of the meanings was it, it says that sometimes it's, the, 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 it's something contained, usually in the plural, in a jar, like uh, the cookie jar. You know, it, the contents of the cookie jar is lots of biscuits. All the content of a drawer is lots of scripts in our particular meaning of what scripts we're hoping to do. Scripts in drawers. No knickers in drawers. No knickers in drawers. drawers. Just scripts Hidden in drawers. Hidden treasure in drawers if we go back to a previous episode, but we're not going to contextualize that for anybody. They'll have to go find the episode in question and yeah. see what we're talking about. Or listen to what we're talking about. Listen to what we're talking about. So then we've got context. And, and, and it's a noun. It says the circumstances that form the setting for an event, statement, or idea and in terms of which it can be fully understood, which at the beginning of this, you couldn't contextualize this because you couldn't understand what we were talking about when we talked about contextualize, which is a bit they of a They can't understand, problem. we can't understand. It's, it's coming out of my own mouth and I don't understand. Well, I think contextualize is where you're, you're, we're basically trying to look at something and give it some kind of meaning. So if we're looking at a story that's told, uh, in my case, because I keep talking about it and it keeps irritating you, in the feudal times, you're kind of going, I can't contextualise that because it has no meaning to what I'm doing today in our particular culture. And, and if it, I was travelling through time, I wouldn't be going to the feudal times. I'd be back in the in, in the prehistoric times or maybe the Egyptian times or, or maybe pre-Atlantean times. I certainly wouldn't be choosing the feudal times. Feudal times. Nah, it's a dirty old place. But the interesting thing about it is I'm reading a book by a friend of mine at the moment and one of the difficulties I'm having is I can't place where it is. I, I have no sense of the setting. 
the language, and, and it's, a, it's an interesting story, but they haven't actually given me a history of, 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 of the place or how this place, the settlement, that uh, how it came about. They're just telling me a story as though I already know this kind of information. Now, did that now, what's jumping into my mind in the context of uh, giving courses on possibly screenwriting or book writing or script writing, you're saying they didn't fill in the background they didn't yeah. give us a backstory they didn't use enough language or descriptive language to to place the setting so then we could relate the to scenes. these individuals on their journey and their stories yes. but now we're, well, i can't picture this where are you in feudal times are you hanging out the the the, 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 the like the, the, the well, castle or are you in some little hush in a field somewhere are you, a, you know, so it's you have to yeah. put in the context you have well, the, to be descriptive the, the, I, in your I, narrative I've been there, there are plenty of Anglo-Saxon names being used, but there are also some sort of European names being used. So I, I'm not sure whether I, I don't feel that it's in England, but it's it it's not necessarily in Europe. Although there's a lot of European sort of it's ideas. out of place. It's out of it's time. It's out of place. It it's hasn't out of time. been researched properly. It hasn't got the backfill story. It's got low budget CGI going on in your brain. You yeah. haven't filled in the gaps. It hasn't excited you enough to want to fill in the gaps. You're reading it because it's a friend's book, but you as a, writer, <laughs> a lecturer are going, here's what's missing as opposed oh. to what's in, it's what's out, it's drawing your attention. Well, I know that when I wrote my uh, two of my novels, one was set in the future and the other one was set in the contemporary times, I still had to do enough research to, of the area that it was set in to make sure that there was enough going on that those people that lived there could connect to it. Now, obviously, if you're dealing with something that's kind of in the past, um, well, people have memories of certain things and older people will say, well, we, we never actually did that. So any terminology that's being used or or activities, um, you need to explain what the processes are so that the modern audience can, again, contextualize it. For example, you know, I've got here a telephone that is a dial-up telephone. And, uh, you know, when somebody saw or heard me using it, they went, oh, that brings back memories of when I was a kid. And they, they, they imagine themselves in their granny's house having to dial the, you know, three numbers to get the operator and ask them if they could connect you to such and such or, or a collect call or, or something like that. It just reminded them of the past. But would, would people from, let's say, the 1970s, if they actually were presented with an iPhone, you know, they kind of go, oh, my God, is that in Star Trek? And they kind of go, it's not quite in Star Trek because they their one's flipped out. We're just missing the beam now. me up and beam me down. It's, yeah. it, it's as Star Trek as it's going to get, except for the beam me up, beam me down. That bit. Now, it is beaming you up and down. It's the yeah. imagery it's beaming up and down. Your content, your GPS. Your, it's If you think of these little uh, heart monitor type uh, watches people are now wearing, it's actually beaming up and down your entire vital statistics. It's actually acting like that yes. uh, other thing they were carrying around on Star Trek, which was a medical... Um, the bit bit and bob it's now incorporated that in they can tell the state of your health <laughs> and wealth at a point in time where you are in the day down to your heart rate and even in this COVID 19 times it's your it nearly is it, it's it's beaming enough of you up and yep. down to to to, to have the making of you and, 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 and your circumstance and if you beam it back down they're now saying they're going to use um 
there's enough education that they can actually nearly have a drone come in and give you that little heart boom if they could deliver to you faster than an ambulance getting there with enough of a video of a doctor talking you through what to do on site because he has enough of your vital statistics to direct you in this nearly real-time scenario so there's a there's an awful lot of well that's contextualizing the future in the present and and that's interesting now you touched on something that just reminded me of another conversation this morning, which is this content and contextualizing. And, and con, are, you, are you content? Are, we, are you happy? And this individual is trying to move from country one to country two, and he's finding it very, very difficult. And we touched on this in a previous podcast before. And he probably, if he ever gets to listen to these, he'll probably give out to me for using them. But I'm just contextualizing a story. I'm just using some knowledge or, or recent history or, or, or information to form an opinion and contextualize this example. And he can't see where he's living or going to live in this country and therefore can't let go of where he is. They're talking about, well, the economy is bad over there, but it's worse in Ireland. I go, well, where is worse? What are you talking about? Oh, because the economy is not great in Ireland, he may not be able to get a job. I said, we don't have one there. Why? So you won't have one here either, but you'll feel safer here or you perceive yourself you're going to feel safer here and your family will be happier when you get here. The problem was he couldn't contextualize where the here was. He was generalizing it to be an economy as bad as the one he's in, but he doesn't know what house he's going to be moving to. He's not going to have a job, even though he doesn't have one anyway. And, and the things are going to be worse. I'm going, no, stop. Storyboard it. Stop. Visualize it. Dreamboard it. You're putting all the what ifs and the why nots in. We talked about this in the previous podcast. You're only allowed to say, these are the rules. Only good, not bad. Give me the 10 reasons why, not the 10 reasons why not. What does success look like in your move? You can move in the morning, rent something. You can be living in a two and a half million pound house for cheaper than the rent that you rent out your own house. You can go in the morning. He keeps on putting the min, at min in the way of, of a decision he doesn't even know what it looks like. So he was quite quickly, we had a, I, the last couple of minutes was, is it a big house or is it a small house? And he was going, well, you're living in a 1,500 square foot house now and it's too tight, no room for growth. It has to be bigger. You don't like living in a street. You don't want any neighbours. Therefore, it's detached. Yo, do you want to have an acre for the pony for the kid later on? Yes, he does. Does he want to have his own home office? Yes, he does. He wants the wife to have a little bit of distance between them. It's now 3,000 square foot, not 1,500 square foot. You can't afford that in the city centre up in Dublin. It has to be down the country whether you like it or not. But you now have a drive. I says, is a, has it a set Septic tank because it needs an acre just to have a septic tank. He says, No, I want to be connected to the mains. I says, Now you're in a rural village because you're not up a hill. And it says you're in 3,000 square foot in a rural village in a community that basically is a 3,000 square foot something. Is it old? Is it new? I, he says, I don't like the thing since 1970. I said, No, I. He says he's already given out about the color of the walls and he doesn't like moving into these dirty old dingy houses. I said, That's paint and plaster. That is not a reason not to buy. A period house in the country with three foot thick walls, a horse box, and his own grounds for the price of a one bed apartment in London. Why are you coming up with all these why nots? You already know and know what it looks like, and it's not where you are, and it's more likely here. And you it, can and move he, there it, tomorrow. Yeah, is he is he English or is he Irish? Or? He's Irish. It, Originally, with a with a with an Asian wife. Now he knows who he is if he listens to this thing in the future. But I think he'd be okay with it in the sense of because what I was I watched myself in slow motion as I stood back and I could see his face getting worse and worse in terms of. Then I suddenly realised, am I 
am I, I'm not acting in a coaching capacity. Am I belittling his efforts to date and his frustrations mm. to date that he hasn't moved from A to B? When actually all my intent is, is to, if I can help you visualize it, you'll move faster. And all these blockers you're putting in the way will suddenly become a tick list of things I can't wait to get done. And I, the biggest, co- you're going to love this, the biggest thing that popped out immediately was he had stepped ahead and bought one of his apart his, his little apartment in a bad area up and it, it last month and it didn't even get a viewing and no one wants it even though there seems to be a massive demand for space in London. Yeah. It was in a bad area and no one wants to move there and it was a, that's why he was getting rid of it in the first place. And I says, but that's 20% of your portfolio. The 80% is the one you're sitting in. You're yeah. actually risking everything to get rid of the shitty piece you can't move, where the bit that will move faster is the one that you're in that will give you the 80% reward. So I says, no, you don't even have to move. Get your arse out of there and physically move yourself and rent someone in there. And whatever rent you get, you've already moved to a two million pound house in Mount Juliet at a cheaper rent than where you are. And you can do that in the morning by just swapping who's in what while you sell. And don't, so it's the order. It's the 80-20 rule. It's where is your value at risk. And the value in the content and being content is it's what you do in what order to make the other bits make more sense. So you have yeah. to inject the visualization, the dream board, the happiness, the contentment, and the admin will fall out of that as a result of the order you address things. No, the, the 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 only other issue then becomes is is it is it not anything to do with property and finance? Is it to do with the family and his wife's family connection? And that's where you're going to love this because yeah. we're saying these things. I weren't no, we're not saying this. Every mentor, Tony Robbins, anybody out there is saying, stop picking things in isolation. They're not in yes. isolation. Yeah. You're you're five or you're four. I can't even remember them half the time. It's your health your wealth, your finance, your family, your friends. They are the same thing. You've got to do all your 80-20s. For you to be happy here, you have to be working it there. If you're not happy in one, it will ripple to the other. And therefore, his finance, his finances is affecting the, the order of the move. Therefore, they have to keep on putting up with the unhappiness and the health and issues. And he was even saying there's drug pushers at the end of this road here. I go, why would you be waiting any more than one minute longer than you have to? I'd be gone. I will be Speedy Gonzalez out the door. Mm. You will not see me for dust. I will already be here and I'll be backfilling. I said, I came down, I, I tried to finish a conversation on just the, in my, in my line of talking, it's, we have to bring it back to a binary are you going or not? It's a one or a zero. Are you leaving that country? Yes or no? You've got to make that critical path decision. Are you gone? I'm gone. Now it's how fast. He said he's going. Because even if it's bad here, good here, all the No. Are you staying or are you going? Because if you're staying, I don't want to have any more of those conversations. If you are going, it's how fast. Yeah. But then there comes a point where it's now he, he has he has to make those decisions because I know that uh, there have been situations. But you have to make with, the biggest one first. That's what I'm saying. The other ones that start falling in is if you're not going to make yeah, the decision yeah. of leave, then you're going to have this if, then, if, then, if, then bouncing back and forward and never actually... But, the, but then there comes a point where it, it. But he's the one that has to make that decision. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's, that's, that's the thing. Because I know that there have been situations where there are other family members who basically, you know, there's a problem. You've listened to that problem. You've given them some, you've made some suggestions 
and then sooner or later you find that they've gone back to exactly the same position they were in. And, and I think that's going, why you're using the, yes. Yeah, what's the, the language of no contextualization? Yeah, maybe. There's no point actually saying it. anything else at this point. Yeah. But no, no, and, I mean, and you, and you actually, I know you get, you get frustrated because you hear the story because you know the, there's actually nothing I, you can do in that situation. And you kind of go, look, I, you know, I know we've heard this before. We're going round and round in circles. I don't, you know, there isn't any point if, and, and unless I've they said take that. the I, I, that's, There you go. I said, it. I don't want to be having this conversation anymore. We had it six months ago. We had it a year ago. We have it now. What's changed in that time is sterling has dropped 20%. You've lost 20% of your value while trying to chase, change a light bulb and, 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 fixed pieces of it men where we're missing the holistic bigger picture of you weren't happy the whole journey not only your finances have gone <coughs> down you're less happy and your perception of the future is with a hard brexit it ain't going to get any better and even if it does it's it's just a, it's like you said it's the, and for anyone out there we have to once it's, it's the courage of your convictions make the decision stop doing the if thens you're either going or you're not you're either doing it mm. or you're not if when you make that decision, you don't have to worry about 50% of the problems. And then you have about 50%, now you need to sort of solve. So it's, that was all, that what it came back to. And I said, look, I'll come back in six months. You may still be there. I don't, like, I don't, I, I don't want to be the, the bad boy giving you the news of how you're up, you're down. I, I feel the journey is what we said. It's what content of a list, task list of things we have to do in what order to achieve this contentment. Well, how do we contextualize what that looks like that will make us the happiest that we're happy with our decision to move and when we get to where we're going? So it's contextualizing the things, doing that vision of knowing where we're aiming and what, what the rewards are and how we actually achieve those little steps along the way that we're, we're on the journey, we know we're achieving it, and we don't get frustrated that we made the wrong decision. So there's content. It's, I, I think it's all the same. Contextualizing well, yeah, I think because uh, we're trying is to be contented is, is, the, is the one thing. But when we look at um, the, the content of something, especially if it's a cookie jar, <laughs> we then have to contextualize. Hang on a second. If I go and eat that cookie at this particular point in time, is the rubber tire around my belly going to get bigger or should I actually not have the content? Well, we can go the one step jar. further and we go... <laughs> What used to be in the cookie jar on top of a shelf was the money. It was the yeah. petty cash jar. It was also in the sense of it was the cookies by stealth. It was if there's money in the cookie jar, then there's money there to spend on something nice because we've hidden that money away. It's cash. It's access to. We've, we've saved it. We've squirreled it. You know that was the olden day. You know way you know the bank. There was yeah. no bank. It was what was was actually believe it or not no. It's gone. I have a cookie jar here on my desk somewhere. I don't know where it is. And that's where I kept my petty cash. If there's money in the jar, I have my cappuccino. If there's no more petty cash in the jar, yep. then tough. <clears throat> you know, but we're back to contextualization of any content. And even we start yeah. talking about digital content, it's what's, the, what's in the content. Is it value? Is it information? Is it inform, entertain, you know, educate? It's you know, it's going to consume my time, whoever that person is, for them to consume the content and the value of it, they've got to give it time to it, to, to whether it be listen, auditorial, or visualize, or just let it seep in. It's, they've got to give over their time to, to, to absorb this content and take an action from it, or, or maybe do something with it. And are they happy 
Are they content that they spent their time wisely on this other content? Well, we're, we're going through that kind of process of, of looking at the content that we've produced and contextualizing it for different audiences, if you like, because one of the things that we're finding is that once we're doing the raw material, which is the first half hour program that we're doing, and then as we go back and examine it, we start to see that there's little gems in what we've been talking about, and we can pull those out and repurpose them into another little package, which contextualizes them in a different way. And it's then available for other people to have as little nuggets to, to you know, bite-sized cookies that we can actually then produce for them to go and enjoy. So, but we're also, <clears throat> part of the idea of contextualizing is, is we're looking at what meaning is there, how, how does it relate to us, how does it relate to other people. Uh, if we think, we talked about targets the other day, about targeting people and, and triggers and all those kind of things, and we could suddenly say that um, there was a process... When we're, when we're targeting and we're using the metaphor of the gun and, and shooting things in the air or, or randomly or whether we, we become marksmen. Are we we're hitting not, the target? Are, are we, we hitting the target? We, we weren't we actually just trying to say... Are we and hoping yeah. to hit something? We were, in, in that context, we weren't actually talking about using a real gun to shoot somebody and kill them potentially. What we were trying to do was to understand what it is that they want, would, would be interested in so that we could then target our energy towards producing something that they would find appealing so the content made them feel contented that they would come and watch what we're doing and be happy to give up their time so in hit a way the value that's what home. we're trying that's, hit that's the value home yeah i think that's the, that's the key thing so it is it is important that i mean we're we're finding that uh in, in the context of where we live and what we're doing at this particular point in time and where we are in history, that a lot of our content that we're producing is, is relevant to this particular period of time. We're hoping that some of our other experiences will bring things in to, to influence like salt and pepper on top of it just to give it a bit more flavour uh, and see where it goes. But at the end of the day, it's specific to this particular point in time and we will evolve and develop uh, as we become more aware of how to improve certain things that we're actually doing and and give meaning. We're all looking for meaning in what we're trying to do. We're trying to see the value of what it is that we can actually offer other people. And we're aiming for people that are in our age bracket or slightly younger who have gone through life, seen that in their own story at the moment, they've worked for other people, they've earned a certain amount of money, but that's now under threat because of the way that things are changing. And they need to find a way to have purpose in their life that gives them meaning and feels that they're actually doing something that's valuable that they can look back on and say, I did this, I did that, I did that. At the moment, we can now look back and say, we produced 41 shows and all these other little mini shows that have come from it that we can actually repackage and do something. So we're now feeling more and more contented in what we're doing. But we're very same, content with our content yes, at the moment. But we want moment. to hit it home. So we want to share the love. We want someone else to feel our happiness. We touched on this before. Yeah. We want to sh share the, the, the con to be content bit, which is to share the love, to share the happiness, to share the value or the perception. And we're going, now we've, we, I keep on using this word, 
oh, I love me so much. And so it's mad. Am I this narcissistic that I keep, I'm, I'm, we're producing it. And then I go home and listen to it. And I'm and late in the evening. I'm listening to my own voice. My wife walks by and goes, I can't stand the sound of you. At the best of times, now you're in a room listening to yourself. I'm not, no, I'm not listening to myself. I'm listening to two blokes, George and Garvin, and they're coaching me and they're mentoring me and they're telling me it's okay to try new things and if that doesn't work, try something else and not to be afraid and to fight through fear and to the other side for, and find my courage and find my voice and listen and, and all these, yes. you know, I'm going, that's what I'm learning. I'm listening and learning and talking and, and I'm saying, and everything is saying, it's okay. All I'm hearing now is go do, go try, go. And it's that little chatterbox is no longer chattering. He's, he's got a degree in mentoring all of a sudden to myself. And it's, it's, it, other people need to turn their chatterbox into their own personal coach. You're meant, that's what you're meant to do. You're, he's in charge of making you happy or she. Whatever. Well, if, you, if you think of um, what mentoring, coaching and counselling are all about, it's to actually give you the chance to talk things through. And it's through the talking it through, you hear yourself talking and you suddenly start to see answers to the problems that you have. Whereas the other person can't, they may see what the answers are, but if they tell you, it won't do you any good because you need to see it yourself. Now, one of the great things about what we're doing is that because we're recording these sessions, we now have an opportunity to go back over what we've said and see other, we can contextualize it because we see other bits of meaning inside it. We're now pulling out other things that suddenly, we, even when we said it, we may not have realized what it was that we were saying. And then when we hear ourselves back again, we kind of go, oh, right, now, now I understand that little bit. That makes sense. It didn't make sense beforehand. It didn't even make sense when I actually said it. But something came to mind that I felt that I had to say it. Now we can review, reevaluate and reflect upon what it is that we're seeing because we are mirroring ourselves. We're seeing ourselves in the mirror, warts and all. And we can start to normally we'd criticize ourselves because it isn't exactly a mirror image. We're seeing ourselves as as other people see us. And the problem that we then have is that the first reaction that we have is we kind of go, that's not really me. There's something odd because it's the flipped image of us. Like I'm, we're both using these cameras at the moment and what they're showing us both is the mirror image because we can, that's what we normally see when we see in the mirror. But when we see ourselves flip the other way around, we feel a bit kind of that is that that's not me, is it? But that's what other people see. It's the same as when we speak. If you listen to your voice being played back, it's not how you hear yourself because you're hearing yourself through the bones in your jaws and through your flesh. What other people hear is what they're hearing now is because that goes through the air. We hear it in a different way. So, again, we're at odds with ourselves quite often because we see ourselves differently and we hear ourselves differently. But this gives us a chance to try and get over those barriers that stop us from actually projecting ourselves forward to other people because we become so self-critical of what we are. We actually become so destructive of ourselves, whereas this now gives us an opportunity, and which is why you should we should encourage other people to do it is because it gives you a chance to start to stop being hard on yourself and start to give yourself a break and start to see that you have potential you have gifts that you can offer other people and that's what we're now trying to do in this venture and again i said it's i think we're out of context to ourselves Oh. You know, that, that's in our vision board, in our mind, it's we're playing, we're in the Truman Show, we're the star in our own show, yet we're not 
doing very well. An awful lot of us are going, we're the star, yet is this the show? I wouldn't be watching. I'd change channels myself. You're going, so therefore, but I'm not changing. That's back to this other chat. You can change channels. You can, you know, you can, do you want to move house? Do you want to move country? Do you want to move job? We, we, we think we're not happy, but that change in the channel is, is the change. It's that word. It's that transformation. It's the I'm not happy journey to I'm now going from not happy to change something, to do the work, get the effort, put and, and then reap the new reward of I'm now happy again in this new context. But I have to, it's, Unless you contextualize what that new happy looks like or what the current one is, is what's wrong with the current one, you don't end up with a tick list of, well, what do you need to change? Now, what's interesting in the last while was we're, we're finding this language of 80-20 and Pareto principle and also process and the process of ourselves and and what we're we're doing an awful lot more of the work process and both of us i think are fine that i was doing some exercise with my daughter and she's gone back to school therefore now i'm waning and i that was working i lost a stone and now i'm putting the wife is going that's coming back it's only two weeks what happened to that process of health wealth mind and family so the family and the health are now out of they have they're, they're they're falling out of the vision board and their context is not the same as it was before they're not to the forefront i need to reweight them so the other bits will be energized and all bits will move together i'll be happy wealthy and wise in my journey you know by taking care of myself my body and my mind my family my friends and the work will is becomes the passion and the journey they all have are part of the same content jar the cookies in the jar need to be contextualized there's different flavors in there but they all need to be in there keep the jar full and keep on refilling it when it gets empty now one of the things that uh, we were talking about before which which was coming up was this idea of being accountable and i know that um i i i have a certain way of working and there is a certain amount of accountability but one of the things that I think you've been saying to me, and I know my wife is now saying to me as well, is that you, you don't need to overdo it. It's back to that 80-20 thing. Now, there is so much that we do need to do, but it's again, it's putting it into perspective. It doesn't have to be done now. It will, we will get around to it, but we need to make sure that we have those health things. So, so for example, this morning when I got up, I decided that, uh, that it was half an hour I wanted to spend on the exercise bike but i actually managed to watch a couple of programs or something just just to keep my mind active while the body was i hope trying to god it wasn't stuff. more of our episodes now we're it was, i'm afraid yeah there was there was there was an episode one of our episodes i got to i think it was what was the one it was triggers uh, <laughs> it was yeah well triggers was one of the ones uh, perfection was the other one <laughs> that's that may be something to do with it as well but it was it was just this sense that look we don't need to overdo it we don't need to overwork it there is we need to get that that life work life balance sorted out and and we still need to try and get that worked out because all of these things can can absorb us so much that we can we can be pumping out tons and tons of content not be contented and actually missed out on the contextualization of what we're actually trying to do because we've lost the meaning and sense because we've fallen back into those silos that we were trying we to get away from now, before now is you know it we think because we're producing so much that it's that's what the job is that's what makes us happy it's not no the reason we were doing it all in the first place was to facilitate the other bits and yeah. now the, the it's the amount of it's like oh 
there's now so much we could do that if it was there, you know, we effectively have vision board. I need a staff of 10 just to deal with the stuff we're coming up with. You know, in, on a content production side of of p- potential value of of story creation or someone there's someone out there for this great little bit of animation or this story and wouldn't that be great and wouldn't that be nice? There's no problem generating the idea or the creativity now. Well, and that's I think I'm very contented with the fact that we are creative individuals and that's not sort of blowing our own horn. We've opened that door to the artist's way in other ways. There's no problem. You know, we've opened the flow. Now it's Niagara Falls. What the hell are we going to do with it? Because we, we, we have a little paddle boat with no oars and we're going up Niagara Falls. We need to go backstream Amazon here and pick one little, in, one little river and go, this is our river. This we can do. This is our, actually, subject matter expertise. This is our area to go play and own. We don't need to do it all. We can. We can compete in any space. Where, under the 80-20 rule, do we most belong to play and be that subject, perceived subject matter expert delivering the most value for under the 80-20 heading for this targeted audience we've yet to meet? And I think what's, what's interesting is that we ask, th- these are the challenges that we meet uh, in doing these programs and in doing everything we're doing. We are discovering new methods of doing stuff, uh, like the opening title sequences. But we're enjoying—I'm enjoying that process. It, it 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 doesn't seem like hard work. It's just the time goes past very quickly. But again, we still have to make sure that we we keep ourselves well and don't overdo it. The other thing is we need to make sure that we don't pamper to what is the social media thing that will just gobble us up, or and and we'll get burnt out. And and that's the one thing that we need to make sure that we don't do is get burnt out, because if we get burnt out, we end up stopping. We can't carry on, and then we've blown it anyway. So we've got to get that balance right. You know, we're going to make sure that we're healthy, both mentally and physically, and we need to make sure that we have proper expectations of what we're actually producing so that we we don't kill ourselves basically and there's lots of lovely words there now i think you've just named nine of our episodes it's like i want to be happy we want to bring balance into what we're doing perfectionism no no imperfectionism is perfectionism we're perfectly imperfect and that's fine you know so triggers fear you know courage we've touched on on an awful lot of them in a sense of it's a language another one i don't even think was the name of a show but i know perfectionism was unrealistic expectations we have to and that of ourselves manage others unrealistic expectations of us and particularly of our of ourselves and don't overly burden ourselves with things we have to do when we don't really have to and no one really asked and it might be if we're putting that list of things in there we're really trying to escape something else that is wanting our time and attention and i do it all the time if i have to do the taxes or or the accounts i will put 95 other items on the task list in front of it i have managed to push that task out nine months now to within a week of the deadline and and it's the one thing that would probably take me a few hours but in it's a different weight in my mind of dealing with it and it's the first it should have been the opposite way around had i dealt with it nine months ago i would have nine 
nine months of not thinking about it. It would have been done in a few hours and it wasn't a mammoth task. It was a mindset. It was the order. It's the thing that's causing the worry and the it's causing the imbalance. So the, it, it's a, it, what we're finding is it's the language and we're finding a nice language in, in, and if you use it, everybody's using it. It's everybody has a different weighting in that journey of happy to unhappy to or back again and courage and fear and, and, and perfection and imperfection. It affects everyone on the planet to a different weighting and degree based on the content in the jar of the cookies of your life of content of what makes up your makeup of you and what flavor you are. So as we now have to draw ourselves to an end, so we don't overdo it and overkill ourselves, uh, we've been talking about content, both whether you're contented in what you're doing, in producing a lot of media, which is what we're doing, and also understanding the context of why you're doing it, and also understanding the meaning behind it to why an audience would actually enjoy it. We hope you enjoyed this show, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one, which is going to be a big one because it's episode 42. And Garvin, 42 wanna, special for you. I'm going to end on, I just can't help myself. I'm, I'm still stuck in cookie jar territory. I'm not a digestive. I'm triple, triple chocolate chip. Be triple chocolate chip. You don't need to be rich tea plain. If, unless you want to be. It's your content, your life, your value. Take Get the care. right context. Bye for now. Yeah. Bye-bye. Do what it says on the tin. Follow and share. <laughs>